fun. What, yeah, you, what if you could play video games and watch yeah, porn here's at the same a time? Here's a little mod. I got, uh, I got private two monitors. Browser, yeah. <laughs> private browser, and then type in <laughs> pornhub.com. It's a little mod of mine. <laughs> well, with that being said... Um, What's up, everybody? This is Hot Button, uh, an investigative podcast where we dig. We get to dig deep into the strange depths of video games and tell stories about them to all you fine folk out there listening. Our story today will be one controversy that many commentators like to call the pseudo-sequel hot coffee, um, making this a great follow-up, if you will, for when we uh, jumped so deep into that coffee a few weeks ago that we practically swam around in it. Yeah. Um, but Ooh, seriously, more, that's for, hot. Yeah, for, for more information on that and uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and its uh, infamous mod and sex minigames, as well as some pretty good burn on politicians, yeah, if take I do that. say so ourselves. Take that, hierarchy. <laughs> But yeah. I highly recommend it. It's a really great topic, and this one will be too, because today we're going to talk about one of everybody's favorite first-person role-playing games. Or the, third person. Or third. Did anybody play that in third? It depends I on... Did. Yeah, I switched. Like, if you're yeah. uh, looting in a dungeon, you go first. But sometimes combat in third person is a little bit better. Yeah. Well, the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. Uh, four. That's four. That is four. And <laughs> and how it's uh, that Spanish? <laughs> and how it's appropriately rated T for teen rating became a big fat M yeah. for mature thanks to some modded in-game nipples Love and uh, nipples. hanging dead body. But mostly the nipples. Uh, I'm your host, Randall Beatrice, and I'm here with uh, the crew of uh, Austin Blakesley yep. and Chris Anantuano. What up? And we're going to dive... I noticed my uh, name here in the outline has a red line underneath the bitch. Yeah, it's spelled uh, wrong. They're Fuck always you, yeah. <laughs> I, like how, I like how Blakesley's finally been rectified for years. I had to, I had is, to see uh, a red line under that one. I, I can't believe I've never asked you this on air or off, but what does your last name actually mean? Oh, Blakesley's a no place, idea. right? Oh, no? No, yeah. I know it goes back a while. We uh, We made knives. There's a good joke in our family. We always like to pretend like we were the ones who made the spear that killed Jesus. I don't know if that's a little too dark. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's bad PR. Mine's but, got um, something to do with wolves. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Mine's like Wolf Shield or something. Mine's like Wolf Glen. <sighs> Fuck, now that's, I feel like shit. That's some wolves over here. Whatever, we conquered the known world. We probably <laughs> enslaved your people. But anyway, <laughs> let's get... <laughs> I think we're also, there's Italian in both of us quite a bit, so oh, yeah. maybe we were on a team. Um, but uh, you guys ready to dive into uh, some nipples, or video games? Uh, <laughs> yes, and yes. All right. So, on March 20th, 2006, Year of Our Lord. Yeah, real um, close to 666. Was anybody else in high school afraid of the, the Antichrist coming? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion was released for the personal computer and Xbox 360. It took exactly a year for the PS3 port to come out, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Like, to the day. I think it was. Uh, it came out literally yeah, March, March 20th, 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 20, 2007. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this massive open-world role-playing game, developed by Bethesda, co-published by 2K, uh, was pretty much an instant fucking hit, as Hell everybody yeah. knows. Uh, I'm sure many kids uh, missed some high school for this one. but Yes, I actually dropped out of high school because I to play Oblivion. Because I was expelled. And I was expelled <laughs> for missing too many days because I would literally show up and talk to my friends in the morning and then go home and play Oblivion. <laughs> you should have forged some doctor's notes. <laughs> yeah, nah, you made off better anyway. <laughs> but this game sold millions of copies. Uh, it later went on to win several Game of the Year awards. Uh, many people to this day still call it the best of a genre. Um, uh, but while uh, everybody... Else was out there having fun in the world of uh, Cyrodiil. That was Cyrodiil. 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 Man, what a scrub. I, I know. This is going to be bad. I, uh, 
I uh, I have not played Oblivion since 2006. Oh, that's so. fair. I haven't yes. played Oblivion since 2000 and when did Skyrim come out? 11? 11. 2011. Yeah. That was probably the Obl- same for me too, yeah. I played Oblivion didn't right no, didn't, Skyrim Wasn't the out. thing about Skyrim that it came out November 11, 2011? Yeah, it was 11, 11, 11. 11. Mm-hmm. Just I like remember that, standing in the uh, rain, song. <laughs> sitting in the frozen rain for that midnight release. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> but while uh, kids were killing head crabs and putting baskets on people's heads, uh, our boy racketeering, gun smuggling, now ex-California assemblyman <laughs> Leland Yi was pissed <laughs> off, uh, our GTA villain, uh, attacking and questioning the ESRB once again following the San Andreas hot coffee scandal less than a year prior. God, this cunt. <laughs> I hate this fucking guy. <laughs> I don't know. He's 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 fun. I don't know. Well, before the podcast, we were talking about uh, perfect villains. Yeah, and how subtlety <laughs> makes for bad villains. This guy was not subtle at all. No, no, he's not subtle. <laughs> Great villain. Great villain. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I do want to get into here is uh, I only quickly mentioned it in our hot coffee sode about how all this baloney really did like kind of branch beyond. Rockstar and affected like a whole bunch of other games in the in the industry around it. Um, this controversy, although smaller in scale, is pretty much a direct continuation of that. Um, like I can almost say with certainly certainty that if it wasn't for hot coffee, this probably would not have happened at all. That makes sense. Um, but uh, and especially because of its connection with the modding scene too. Those poor fuckers were already pretty demonized by this point. But the the only like the the most of the mainstream like news and parents and stuff like that had a pretty bad um, oh, representation yeah. of what they thought that scene was, um, and the last thing they wanted was more targets on their back. Uh, now these games, this whole series was already like pretty. Well, I, mean, I don't know about the whole series, but th- th- these games are already pretty famous for modding. Yeah. Morrowind had a pretty big uh, like community around that already. A lot of goofy shit. A lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. So this group might not. Even you know they they might not really even be, like been aware of all that or really cared outside of just like being like hey that's that's fucking crazy yeah <laughs> like, I guarantee you they're they gonna st- keep making whatever they want yeah. oh yeah obviously but uh, the one thing that we do know um, right now is that the only person more fucking upset than uh, Leland Yi was the ESRB and more specifically their then president at the time Patricia Vance who I never really got into her before but. Yeah. Like, she became a pretty public figure in this case only because, like, think about it. They already got screwed once a year ago, like, the ESRB. like yeah. was, was get, So it's like they they were pretty much ready to fight any game dev that dared double-crossed or lied to them. Well, you have to like, think so about she it. Was I mean, ready. they got burnt on hot coffee. They... They think no they were lied to. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> I didn't even mean it. Yeah, and uh, like they, I said they were basically were lied to. This is not a government, you know, organization as we say, you know, a bunch of times in that hot coffee. Episode. Yeah, this is exactly. a private organization. So it's it's dependability. It's you know, it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's fucking accountability. It's accountability. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's accountability is is made by what like how they. Function totally. If, yeah. if a bunch of hits keep coming to them, they're going to lose the accountability. And then, what's the point of having the ESRB? I have yeah. to wonder. Like, I think some of the blame might be on them, right? Because, like, I know how the ESRB submission process works. Yeah, and there's a little bit and of that. We'll in probably this as well. do an episode on the ESRB eventually. Get more into that. Yeah. But like, you have to tell them what the questionable content in your game is. They don't have time to play through the whole thing, which yeah, I think we said not. in the hot coffee episode. Yeah. But like, after the hot coffee okay. thing. I have to wonder if they modified their submission process at all. Maybe. Or that or just the magnifying glass got like, bigger. Like, just be like, yeah. hey, yeah, yeah, like, is there anything modders can get at that will change the rating of your game? 
You think. Yeah. You think. <laughs> yeah. But this wasn't, I don't think this was long enough after, before. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm sure yeah. they were still going through that shit. Yeah. And I'm sure like, um, like oblivion, like how traditionally how, like when is a game rated in its development process? Like it's usually months prior to release. Yeah. Months, but not that, N- but not not that, that long, long. But it, it has to be mostly done. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's true. That's yeah. true. It has to be in beta. So more specifically, what were these issues um, that these guys were so upset about? Um, well, it only uh, started about a couple weeks prior to, or this is after release. I'm sorry. This is yeah. so like the funny thing is like this. This game comes out and in, in, in uh, March and tw- March 20th. Sorry, and only a couple weeks after release. It's I think it was actually on April 1st to make it even. <laughs> yeah, um, good bit. <laughs> when a uh, a female modder known as uh, Mayani, uh, I don't. It's like almost spelled like that band like it's like i don't know if that was i don't know what it's a reference to um or if just as uh i love the idea that we're gonna reference like people in a community as more as this show goes on you know like i love the idea that we have to use people's usernames yes because i can't wait for to be like yes and this serious issue involving gamergate there was one uh community member Big Blazin 420 bongs <laughs> 69. Him and, him and his friend he said pizza fuck 420. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, well, don't. I mean, it's not like the real names of this up to this point have been. Uh, you know, we have Barton Waterduck and <laughs> yeah, classic. Yeah, Lee Lee. yeah, yeah Lee Lee. Um So she put uh, a, a pretty straight to the point mod out uh, titled Oblivion Topless Mod. Real creative uh, fellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while interestingly stating in its release that it was actually being done in protest, uh, she was quoted in those posts as saying, and I'm going to quote her verbatim here, please note, this is a realistic, this is a realistic nudity mod, not a pornographic one. The file included removes the bra welded to the skin of females of all races, showing things as most people know as they are in the real world after removing upper body clothing. Uh, I don't know if English was the first language, but that's very redundant. <laughs> it's thoughts weirdly here. worded. Yeah, it's but... very strangely worded. Going on to say, uh, it will not show every female in the game as topless. I do this because I hate government slash society slash whatever forcing companies to protect our innocent population from seeing those dirty, evil things. Fifty percent of them possess personally, anyways. Yeah. Not because I am trying to turn it into a porn game. Wait, right. what's like? <clears throat> Dope. Yeah, I no, like, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that. It's kind yeah. of like a nice little the whole thing we talked about in hot coffee. It's kind of a nice little like nod, like the fact that America's obsessed with violence but not sexuality. Like, oh it's yeah, so weird. Well, that's know. the these these modders are always uh, and, m- multiple steps of all of the people who have the power. <laughs> like, yeah. and, <laughs> and Oblivion's like fictional, but like bras weren't a thing. No. Way back when, no. So it makes sense that if you took stole someone's armor off their body, that they would just have their tits out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, let's not to forget like, something it, that aid that Age of Conan in, game. In, in, in order to get somebody's armor there. off to see their tits to begin with, you literally have to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No accountability for the murder. No. Just, oh, uh, that's that's fine for teenagers. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. No seeing boobs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm not really sure which site that this was uploaded to first, is that, that there were a few different popular pages back then that hosted yeah. uh, these kind of things. But but uh, as Austin said, this girl kind of rules. And um, and whether or not people were really in support of her message or not, it did not take long for this to get passed around by people everywhere bef- before hitting the news. Yeah, um, 
Uh, and everybody was ready for a story like this now. But uh, although most outlets within the gaming community mostly just shrug their shoulders, like they like that's the funny thing. It's like um, stating that like a lot of people within games, like you know, like sources like Game Informer, Gamespot, and stuff like that, and IGN were just they they were pretty much quoted as saying that they thought it was fairly tame by modding standards and <laughs> yeah. that it wasn't anything new to them, even with uh, one writer claiming that they found it about as, uh, quote, erotic as a doctor's visit, <laughs> yeah. which I thought it, it, yeah. it's just pretty good. But remember, this is in a post-hoc coffee world now. Like, the ESRB was pretty scared of angry parents and politicians mm-hmm. breathing down their backs by this time, and uh, they did not want another incident again. Uh, and so soon, obviously, as well. Uh, just like San Andreas, though, these files of the topless female character models were on the disc. J- just like our boy uh, Patrick W., I forgot his last name, Wildenborg. Uh, she did not create them, she just found them. Yeah. Um, and uh, they didn't. They didn't have juicy ass names like uh, you know blowjobs of the Z or whatever Rockstar used in their <laughs> stuff. But uh, the yeah, only thing T-I-T-Z. this time around, though, <laughs> <in> the, <file. laughs> uh, the one other thing is that according to some of the artists at Bethesda, they only had the assets built this way to help realistically render clothing on top of the character models. Yeah, I was going to say. Game. I thought that's why. Like, there's yeah. a reason for it. It's not like they just did it. Yeah, and especially because they were as doing a player, it. like you switch out armor and stuff on your avatar all the time. Yeah. So it's just like I'm sure they just wanted to have like a pretty big graphical step. Like beyond oblivion, where everything just looked—or uh, sorry, Morrowind, where everything yeah. was just like painted on. Absolutely, yeah. they, they did this because theoretically, if you're putting clothes on a character and you want to make something like low cut, I guess on a female yeah. character, then you need to like. Well, first of all, everybody has nipples. Yeah. But if you're not allowed to whoa, show, whoa, speak for yourself. <laughs> if you're not allowed to show the nipples. But you want to make like a, a outfit that almost shows the nipples, which a lot of outfits in video yeah. games do. Then you have to know where they are in order to not show them. Yeah, exactly. right. Yeah. Otherwise, you have like something that's low cut that's like on the right side of the boob. This sounds like, like a, yeah. that's weird. Where's the yeah, fucking where's nipple? The, this sounds like entrapment for yeah. for three D. Yeah, no, yeah. There, there is literally a reason for it. It's not like they were sitting there at the studio, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is not hot coffee where they're just like, hey, guys, uh, check it. I made it. I made the blowjob. Like, no, they were just like, this is check like out this, this polygon. This story. has a reason for existing. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. of course. And here's the sad part: none of this uh, was admitted until after they got caught. Yeah. Essentially, um, in the case, uh, in case you just you thought the Bethesda were totally innocent here, their first resp- their first press release addressing the mod. Uh, was to claim that uh, our our girl Melanie here created the 3D mesh and yeah. texture and that they weren't responsible for stuff inserted into the PC version of the game by third parties. Of course, once Watch, again. Sound familiar? Once, again, once, yeah. ag- once again, I guarantee you that like whoever's job it was to release this press release didn't talk to the you're, people you're who made the game. Of course not. Because yeah. if it was like, if somebody interviewed somebody making the game, they'd probably be like, yeah, we put nipples on there because we needed to realistically render some outfits. Yeah. But that's not good PR speak, so they're just like, it's the modders, she did they're it. the yeah, villains. Yeah. Yeah. It just sucks because it's like, that's such a legitimate excuse. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like Rockstar wasn't being like, like we, have to, we have to push the envelope. It was yeah. just, they're just like, hey, this helped our 
fucking yeah. character. Like, yeah, well, no, of course. Uh, yeah. First thing you need to do is blame your community that buys your games. So yeah, and especially <laughs> the people who who love them so much that they actually like spend time on you know, yeah, <laughs> like trying to add free content for them. Also, um, the thing that makes this one worse than Hot Coffee is that like, the Rockstar one was like they put this stupid mini game in it and like yeah. and the people the guy Patrick W or whatever was like I'm going to fucking show this cuz it's fucking hilarious <laughs> and then this chick was just like yeah they shouldn't have bras because like that's not how it would work back yeah, then yeah. and like I think it's stupid that I can murder a person and then not see their nipples <laughs> yeah and then instead of being like you know what? That's a pretty good message. Yeah, we they're in the game and we can pass them out, blah, 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 whatever. We're sorry. They're just like, fucking this bitch did it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, a woman is talking. Blame her. Yeah. <laughs> so the funny thing is, our hot coffee here, guess how it played out for them? Probably horribly. And probably. Poorly. <laughs> yes, very poorly, because these claims were pretty much almost instantly disproven when someone managed to recreate the effect using an action replay cheat on the Xbox 360 version yeah, of the game. Yeah, which has nothing to do with creating 3D assets or Yeah. <laughs> Just like, uh, remember Gothi? Uh, who was yeah. how can I forget a horrible username like that <laughs> who did who did uh, by uh, who did pretty much the same thing by sorry yeah. by finding uh, the the mini games in the PS2 version of Grand Theft Auto so uh, yeah the pretty much this was shot down before they could swarm news fans around this poor girl's house also it's funny because this this was more work than the hot coffee thing too yeah. Just like to point that out. The hot coffee thing, they literally went and changed a zero to a one. To and then it was enabled in the game. Yeah. This, you literally had to like, well, you didn't have to edit models, but you had to de like decouple one model from another. Right. Yeah, which could have probably potentially caused a lot of problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm, I mean, she was, she was able to do it pretty quickly, but it, I'm sure it was, like you are saying, like infinitely it's more. Not, it's way more involved. Neither though. of them are a ton of work, but the hot coffee thing was literally changing one variable. Yeah. Because as far as we know, like that guy didn't do anything, but just yeah. like made it playable. Uh, regardless, the ESRB continued to catch wind of all this, and Bethesda, after finally coming to and saying that the nipples were theirs, uh, yeah, these are our nipples. <laughs> so we're sorry. Uh, offered, offered to first they so the first thing they they chose to do to try and put out this fire was to release an update that would patch over the problematic texture file uh, with one that would be as about a, an anatomically incorrect as a Barbie doll. Yeah. So they would pretty much just be removing the nipples and nothing else. Yeah, people um, hate nipples. Yeah. Love killing each other. Always causing a fuss. Hate nipples. <laughs> but the board felt that this uh, was not enough and insisted that Bethesda resubmit their entire packet for uh, ratings review instead. That would be an insane amount of work. Yeah. I wonder it, if they had to pay for it again. I don't Ooh, know. Yeah, yeah. It was another like, 10 grand or whatever. Yeah, because the ESRB ain't cheap. No. This is like if you write up a report for your boss and he's like... You, you spelled this word wrong. Can you, like, uh, like fix it? Just, like, right-click it, and then Word will give you the right word. And he's like, I'm just going to rewrite the whole thing. <laughs> I think that'll be easier and better for everybody. But this time around, they were requesting that they make absolutely sure that every single thing that could influence the rating gets fully disclosed this time. If I was, the, if I was Bethesda in this, I would just, like, print out every, like, model 
and texture in the game and put it in a packet that like, <laughs> it's like literally it's couldn't like fit an envelope. <laughs> yeah. And just like send it to them on like a truck and just have a guy unload a pallet of pages. <laughs> like, here you go, assholes. Yeah. How do you like them nipples? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like a guy's like foot Xeroxed a thousand times like yeah. every character model. Is this <laughs> fetish enough for you? <laughs> During the investigation, it did not take them long to find the said files that could be unlocked and quickly announced in a very unusual move officially on May 3rd of 2006, the same year, that the game would officially be re-rated. Now, I mentioned previously that the original release was T for Teen, which is uh, ages 13 and up. 13-year-olds have nipples. Yeah. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Bold stance. That the content descriptors in the back of the uh, teen-rated ones... um, boxes that came out were language, sexual themes, use of alcohol, all the good stuff, yeah. violence, and uh, notably blood and gore, which is kind of a rare for like a, a teen game, but like I guess the fantasy setting kind of covers up any real, like, real, any true yeah. realism there. There's something different about smashing Amanda death no, with a hammer so on the side of the road. We're eventually, we're eventually <laughs> going to do the whole free speech thing on an episode, Yeah, but this was my favorite bit from that whole trial with the Supreme Court, where they tried to argue that Gears of War wasn't a game that was that violent because you're not killing other Human humans, mm. oh, except for the multiplayer. They said if the multiplayer oh, wasn't in Gears of War, it could have been rated teen because the locusts weren't humans. And they used the example, oh no, they used the example that the locusts were too human, but if you had put Spock ears on them, then it would have been rated teen because they're not... <laughs> I think I, I remember the that show. Yeah. Oh, what if they changed the blood color? Because that could have been... Yeah. That's what Halo did. That is what Halo did. Yeah. They got an M rating anyway. I know they but, did. But, well, multiplayer. Yeah. Because you shoot each other and there's red they blood. Got, in that. Yeah. yeah. Because so it, and we'll do a Halo episode too. But yes, they got rated M because of the red blood it's in very, the multiplayer. It's funny because you think about... Um, uh, what's the Middle Earth? Uh, Shadow of, Shadow of Mordor yes. is an M-rated game with decapitations and and disemboweling. Oh, great decapitation! Oh, totally. By the but way. remember, Incredible. the blood in that game is awesome. black. Yeah, and they're all, all black and, and they're all yeah. like orcs, which are probably like the least humanized enemy in fan in fiction. Apparently, right? yeah. it's just the ears. Like if the ears are different shaped, you're golden. Like <laughs> you can just like dismember whatever you want as long as its ears you aren't know, rounded. The funny thing is, you now that you mention that joke, I seriously fucking remember like. Photoshops being passed around, yes. like 4chan yep. of the locusts having Spock ears. Yep. Gears of that's War funny. That's great. God damn! I can't believe the Supreme Court, the sexual assaulting Supreme Court, is the one who gets to rule on whether there's nipples or not. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's, t- that's hashtag topical. Ball's well. always in there. Cool, um, but uh, so, do you want to know what the uh, the the, the switches, the changes to the descriptors would be? Yeah. Uh, so it. everything was switched over, uh, like because they had to actually have new listings on the back once it became yeah. M. So the the language listing was dropped, which I don't know. I guess just because like if it's M rated, my you don't have to worry it's impl- worried like, about the words hell and damn and stuff. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, only if it's like beyond that, which yeah. Stop yeah. right there, you nipple having scum. <laughs> that doesn't really matter that much if you're on rated M. But they did swap the violence listing out with the higher intense violence one. Once again, smashing a man with a warhammer, <laughs> intensely violent. Kind of strange considering that everything else in the game uh, or on the box here stayed the same. Uh, no new listing of nudity would appear or anything. But um, we'll get more into the violence one later. But the mod was pretty much the. The thing that kind of caused the investigation, despite the fact that in the end they would argue that it was actually something else. Huh. But Bethesda here, they were not really too happy with that result. Uh, 
and but unlike Rockstar, though, they did not choose to dispute it, nor were they looking to patch it or even worse, like have to recall those teen rated copies that were already out there. Yeah. Um, but like, as this game was already shipping for you know a couple months, but they just nobody wanted another fight with the ESRB at this point. Uh, their actual official response uh, well, from Bethesda was. We will not contest the ESRB's decision to re-rate the game as mature, nor will we change the game's content to keep the teen rating. We believe that this is this critically acclaimed game is not typical of other mature-rated titles yeah. and does not this, <laughs> present the central themes of violence that are common in those products. Yo, fucking throwing shade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, you can re-rate us all what we want Game of the Year awards, motherfucker. Yeah, that, well, that's what I think is funny, because like, what's, what's, what's especially great here is that not only in this quote does they, do they praise themselves, which, fine, well-deserved, but, yeah. like, but they, they don't even mention the nude mod. I wonder if they were conscious enough how it all started to, begin with. to have the discussion of the fact that if the ESRB took another hit and they possibly lost their credibility, if something like rating video games would move towards a more government-centered rating system. Probably. I wonder if they were constant enough to be worried that the government might take over and then ratings would inherently probably be more strict, you know? Another thing is like, Bethesda didn't really have much to worry about, right? Yeah. Because you're trying to sell this game to... I guess teenagers now. Yeah, they were about to drop wet but soon. Like, like they had money rolling in. <laughs> I liked but, wet. But ugh. but like the thing is like video games make most of their sales in the first couple months. Uh Bethesda at the time, the 360 version of Oblivion did really well, but all sales after the first couple months are usually like PC sales yeah. where the rating doesn't matter, matter at all. At all. Like no. people can buy whatever they want from Steam, however old they are. You just gotta lie. So like, <laughs> you know, there's that's just like, like the Nintendo DS thing. You can lie about what state you're from because yeah. it affects the way that the games are taxed digitally. Yeah, it's amazing. yeah I'm from Delaware, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we have a huge fan base in yeah, Delaware. Yeah. So straight. There isn't a single person living in New York who owns a 3DS, but, but they're um, but no, they they like the the conversation was probably like, just let it happen. Like it's not worth fighting because we don't have to recall anything. Yeah, yeah. And we already sold most of the copies we're gonna sell, which ends up not being true. True. Oblivion yeah. did really well yeah, over the word long of mouth, term. Kind of uh-huh. really but like, also, mature when you're when you're dealing with a game where you uh, burn people alive and cut them in half with swords, not in half, but you cut them with swords and shit like that, and smash their faces with warhammers. Nipples don't really matter. Like, if a teenager wants to cut people in half, he's still got to ask his parents, or they don't care, and then it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned, like, uh, a lot of other folks from within the industry were, were, were actually still pretty upset by this. Yeah. Um, like, notably, uh, Doom creator and kind of asshole, uh, John Romero. <laughs> yeah. Creator was of Daikatana. Creator of the... <laughs> creator of Daikatana. Uh, an N64 game that was exclusively carried by Blockbuster. <laughs> Uh, it was also on PC, but um, are we gonna do a Daikatana episode in the future? I do want to do a Daikatana yeah. episode only because that was a game that I was actually like monitoring. I was like, "This is gonna." Like, I was I was probably going around <laughs> to other kids at school talking about how that game was gonna be a big deal, like a, <laughs> like a fucking idiot. Um, but he was fairly public about his view that the, the 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 modding scene was only going to make it harder for developers and their relationship with the SRB, well, despite the sense. fact that like. Like that community was a major part of why a lot of his projects were so successful for so many years. Like yeah. games like Doom and Quake like stayed in the limelight for so long because there were so many people ex- extending the longevity of those yeah. through modding. But well, hey, you know he had a firsthand experience that he thought. 
I get. I mean, he wanted to protect developers, which I, I understand, but still, like, he, um, the only thing about this is that, like, a lot of this was still under assumption. Like, no matter how obvious uh, the ESRB's investigation was for, they never actually officially put out a statement detailing why the rating was changed officially. Huh. Un- until, like, you know, like, as of, like, just that it was effectively changed of that date. They yeah. didn't put out, like, any detail saying that they, uh, about the mod. Maybe they didn't want to draw attention to it. I don't know. You want a funny anecdote? I just realized I have a teen-rated copy of Oblivion at home. Me too. I still yeah. have the first yeah, yeah. version. I would not have been able to buy that game if it was rated M because I was 16. Me neither. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was 16. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And what did that, that actually, we were just the right age because yep. they would have just made it one year. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I, had the, I played that all on PC, so I okay. had the advantage. That was one of the, that was like probably like the last age of me playing on the computer. Oblivion, <laughs> Oblivion was... Oblivion and Halo 3 were the two reasons I bought a 360. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to subscribe to Xbox Magazine. Uh, uh, OXM. OXM. Magazines. Yeah. And they, had, they had demos they had in demo there. They would ship discs. Yeah. And they shipped one for the original Xbox that had a video of what Oblivion was going to look like. And I was just like, watching. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's about to change. <laughs> I, bought, um, I bought the 360 for Saints Row and Dead Rising because GTA 4 was taking too long and the very first time I saw a screenshot of Dead Rising where there was like a thousand characters on the screen at once I was just like how is that possible like um, but so the funny thing is like this this change in the um, the like the rating wouldn't actually get fully explained by them until like over a year like the the retailers um, who didn't pull the game off the shelf I think like Circuit City was just like you gotta figure this out before we (laughs) yeah um but uh, you know, it worked out well for them. But those that didn't do that, it was the same thing as uh, as San Andreas here. Like they got sh- they got sent over. <laughs> I want to know who made these stickers, but they got sent the, yeah. the they got sent M stickers to put over the teen boxes. And then you know, like we mentioned, they had to start IDing because uh, yeah. teen rated games don't get ID'd at all, like regardless of how old you are. But um, like new discs getting printed and had to be adjusted, and then. Like, uh, there was a Game of the Year edition, that PlayStation 3 version I mentioned earlier. All those issues, like, eventually came out with the new ratings intact, like, mm. uh, of the M. But all the stuff that was already out there, they had to, you know, do something about, I suppose. But yeah. this um, this just seemed to be the way it was, at least until an article came out, um, which is uh, by the Escapist magazine, cutely titled uh, The Breast That Broke the Game. Um, <laughs> and I, I wish I, I... I know. I wish I had this author uh, listed in here. But it was it was published uh, saying how crazy the whole thing was uh, and basically like with the release of that mod and more specifically how quiet and unnoticed it went at the time. Uh, the Escapist article was called Boobies Did Not Break the Game. The ESRB Cleans the Air on Oblivion. Then that, written yeah. by Michael Zenke, and there's another article from Kotaku called "The Breast That Broke the Game," written oh. by Maggie Green. Oh, okay, there that's what we got. A lot of tit talk here. Um, so it was it was funny because like when the mod started to blow up, that announcement came out that the game was getting re-rated, and it mostly just kind of just sort of happened. But like a lot of this blame was on was was mostly due to like news cycles being more centered around E3 at the time and a lot of other big releases yeah. like a lot of these like spring summer releases i think i think kingdom hearts 2 and like new super mario brothers came out like on that the the DS game there was a couple of other games i think like this was all around like that exact time nice. um 
And not only that, but like uh, this was 2006, you know, yeah. like later on that year was the the Wii and the PlayStation 3. So like the like news cycles were the going. The Wii, how'd that do? Do uh, we know how that did in the long run? <laughs> for me <laughs> or for America? <laughs> they went on to say in this in this article that that rating chain was like that rating chain was actually going to set a pretty bad precedent and uh, that. Factors like bad press, public outcry, and political interest should not be able to change game like ratings, essentially. Yeah. And it mostly just came off as the ESRB caving into something that they shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm assuming they wanted the ESRB to just, what, shut them down? Like, I, I guess they just wanted them to just be like, hey, this game's already out. It's the modding scene. It's whatever. It's not a big deal. We got enough other stuff going on. Okay, yeah, and that, that, that makes sense. That would have been a more logical fucking It would have been a much route. more logical one. But right. So when um, hearing about this finally led to them laying it all out for us, basically, via an interview with the writer of that editorial only like days after it was released. Yeah. The um, the aforementioned ESRB uh, president Patricia Vance uh, explained that their policy on locked out content was strictly set after the issue with San Andreas, as uh, you guys were mentioning earlier. Yeah, and she was also quoted as saying, uh, "It was clear that because the active gamer community, the modders, uh, that companies could not risk leaving content on discs that could undermine the accuracy of the rating." Going on to say that. It was absolutely clear to publishers that they could not leave unfinished or other pertinent content on the disc and that anything unplayable in the game code must also be disclosed. Uh, I don't, so, I'm not trying to take the side of the ESRB, but they're that's kind of honestly right. kind of a pretty legit statement. Yeah. But I, I think there's, the problem comes when there's a disconnect between what the ESRB wants and how the creation of games is functionally done. Like, I'm sure it would take a lot more work, or could they just not take off the fact that that exists in the games? Like, we discuss how it's about the character models. Yeah, like, yeah. Is there a way to not remove it? Then there's not a way to remove it. Like, I mean, there goes uh, all those secrets on old games that we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. yeah. Remember that? I mean, no more uh, hidden episodes of South Park on Tiger Woods PGA Tour 99. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, the, the, this point, I guess this is sort of... Uh, uh, Oblivion was also like a almost a very between generations like game. Oblivion yeah. was one of the first games that was like, oh, this is a new era of games. Just the scope and size and detail of that game and everything was just like, hey, games are getting more and more complicated, and that means the regulations and rules around I, them will also. I found a quote from Patricia involved. Vance. Okay, I'm on that article. Boobies did not break the game. It's actually an interview with her. Is this where the she mentions the body? Because I'm gonna no, get no. Okay. So this is I mentioned this in the last one. They have a descriptor for the ESRB called "Game Experiences May Change During Online Play." You see that anytime? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. just a thing now because every game has an online feature of some kind. Yeah, yeah. But back then it was specifically like, "Hey, if your kid gets called a bad word while he's playing Xbox Live, we're not gonna rate that because we can't. Yeah, it's yeah. impossible." So she says. He's uh, the the guy writing this article says to clarify user created content in a game like Little Big Planet or Sony's Home that's outside the purview of the ESRB. She says yes, we have an online rating notice that covers content that is user generated that falls outside the boundaries of ESRB ratings. Any game that enables players to download content from other people or communicate with other people while they're playing carries the notice. Game experience may change during online play. Yes, the reality is the ESRB can't create. 
can't rate content that is created by other people after the game comes out. We never have. have we never, never tried. Will. Yeah. Never will. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense, and that yeah. should have been the stance from the very beginning. It probably would have avoided the entire re-rating to begin with, but... Yeah. I, um... So, no, that's absolutely true. I mean, yeah. it, at, at, at this point, um, like, in the industry, it became sort of official that whatever modders want to make, it's on them. The yeah. ESRB doesn't care. But whatever modders find, that's on the game companies. Oh, then the ESRB okay. does okay. care. A lot, yeah. <laughs> as we found out. Create all the polygon nipples you want if you're a fan, but, you know, sorry, game devs, you got to do that on your own time. doesn't yeah. matter if they look like an action figure or that if you're just trying to get the textures of your in-game clothes to appropriately fit over uh, a, a correct human being yeah. character body, you got to leave your breasts at home. <laughs> anyway, here's where the violence comes in, and this is this is kind of an interesting sort As an of American, thing. love me some violence. You're ready. You're ready. Yeah. You're always ready. Vance went on to clarify that there were some other content that they found proved to be questionable um, as well that they, they actually kind of, uh, that they discovered in this sort of digging through the game here. Yeah. They, uh, she was quoted as saying that they discovered far more blood and gore than had been uh, previously disclosed, particularly in the Dark Brotherhood quest line. <laughs> um, <Yeah>, no shit. <laughs> While uh, specifically referencing this upside-down hanging corpse found in one of the dungeons, uh, the footage that they apparently saw before only showed the body far away in the dark, but then when you brought a torch up to see it, it would be bright enough to see all the mutilated details, like the flesh and bones and stuff like that. Uh, as well, there was a couple other like bloody rooms that that they said were not in the packet submission. Um or at least with the right amount of light to see everything anyway. Yeah. But Bethesda, you know, said, hey, like, we showed you all the blood and guts and occasional torture in that 60-page report. You're the ones that gave it a T initially. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe back then it mattered, like, that stuff, like, a little more. But, like, now all the top-selling games really have nothing to do with those ratings, in my opinion. I don't know yeah. how you can describe the Dark Brotherhood to somebody and get a teen rating. Yeah, no, like, there's I can't no way. Describe the Dark Brotherhood in a short fashion that won't sound fucked up. Mm -hmm. Even if you just give the elevator that, pitch, uh, it's a clan of assassins <laughs> that you know are literally being paid to kill somebody in the name of a god who's yeah. all about death. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people who say that that was like one of their favorite parts. It's the of it is. Yeah. It's incredible. But yeah. it's like you get you only get invited to this secret society if you murder someone in cold blood and then go to bed. <laughs> and then they leave a note on your body while you're yeah, sleeping. Exactly. <laughs> it just says, we know with a handprint on it. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're comfortable with murdering somebody in cold blood and then, eh, fuck it, I'm retired for the night. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's when you get your, uh, you know, your invitation. <laughs> the, um, the last thing I, I, I will say here about this, by the way, is that uh, like San Andreas, well, you know, maybe except for Australia here, the responses from outside the country practically non-existent. Oh, of course. Like, always. Uh, the UK, Europe, nipples. Japan, they all kept their original ratings uh, while we all freaked out about boobs. Yeah, that's uh, because Oblivion took place in Europe. Fun fact. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah it's based on... It's, 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 that's how, that's how I've never, European folklore. Really I've, I've only been to Europe once. 
Uh, and it they didn't just explore like a lot, but I'm pretty sure that that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> yeah. High fantasy is based definitely based off of uh, European. Uh, yeah, and... it's like three years ago. That's what it looked I like. I also have to note that I, I, I found it pretty funny that in Skyrim uh, Oblivion's sequel, that the game pretty much opens with a straight-up decapitation in your face. Yeah. Just to, like, you know, just <laughs> to... like, if we're getting an M rating, we're yeah, going like, for it. Exactly. Yeah. Just like, nobody can feel tricked this time around. Yeah. Like, they're just like... Yeah. Yeah, until you hear a choo choo and a giant Tom's the tail and the building. Yeah. Yeah. With Hulk Hogan's face on it. You're like, whoa, this should be AO. Your horse um, just turns into the initial D car. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, what did we learn? Um what do you guys We learned the same thing we learn always. Every- <laughs> which is that America is some reason obsessed with violence but hates sexuality. Yeah. Do I blame God? Of course I blame God. <laughs> what else is the reason for that? Um, God loves violence. Yeah. But yeah. he hates people fucking. <laughs> What else do you I mean? That's probably a direct quote from the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And then God said, yo, kill each other all you want, but no fucking. I mean, we, uh, I guess game devs uh, here, like from here on out, had to. (laughs) <laughs> they had to be way more careful about what unused assets were left in games. Um, Which is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like, game making is awfully is hard. That is something they should not have to, to worry, worry about. about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the more positive spin here is that I don't, I don't think any publisher or developer can officially be held responsible for what modders like want to create and share in their games, at least in the ESRB's terms anyway. Like, uh, parents, parents and politicians will stay pissed forever, but... Duh. Either way, like this is good though. Like uh, not them being pissed, but it's good yeah. that like companies shouldn't be punished for what fans want to do with their games post release, yeah. and vice versa, obviously. But like, unless it's stealing, but you know what I mean. The like the like the you wouldn't steal uh, somebody's bra. In <laughs> like Austin was saying about that quote from Patricia Vance is that like it's not the like the ESRB could never regulate all that stuff and no, they, they and they, they, it was it was never their mission ever like they they didn't they didn't even want to control the, what fans do like like i mean modding you could probably trace modding back all the way to the shooters of the early 90s around the time when the esrb came into existence so i'm sure it's something they've always sort of been conscious of in some way oh, of course but like you know the like that game experience may change during online play warning that became popularized from this in hot coffee was just their way of like saying, Hey, we don't want to deal with this bullshit controversy ever again. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like they don't like when Austin mentioned little big, big planet earlier in that quote, like imagine if Sony was held accountable for what people made in that, you know, like yeah. what if valve Jeez. was held accountable for what people made in Gary's modern Nintendo with Mario maker or nice. Bethesda later on when people Yo, would mod their games. I played like, some yeah. little big planet levels that were Fucked the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I, How many I, were I, shaped like dongs? No, I, I played one that was fucking, it was a dead space level. <laughs> and there were like decapitated sack boys everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, this yo, this is fucking dope. My, my, what the fuck? My favorite Little Big Planet level I ever made was a, a poop level. I literally made a level where you start off by descending into a toilet and all the monsters are like made of shit. <laughs> there's, like, there's like shit falling everywhere. Yeah, it was uh, I'm pretty proud of that one, actually. Yeah. I, I love Little Big Planet. Yeah, <laughs> only game to feature uh, also the, the band Battles. Yeah, <laughs> I also played a ton of Mario Maker levels with dongs in them. Yeah. Were they made out of coins or blocks? 
all of the above. Yeah. I think I played. <laughs> it depends on the maker. I think I, guess. I played. Uh, I, there, there was a, one of the most popular levels on Smash Brothers Brawl back when you could make your own levels, and that was like a big giant vagina level. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> People are so creative. Yeah. They love them. They yeah. love them all. Uh, yeah, you expect us to be responsible for those people. <laughs> those people are always going to be out there, but um, but games. Imagine though, games could have been like a really different thing for the worse if this went down in a different, like in an, in the opposite way. Yeah. Like um, like imagine like like we're actually kind of lucky, like sort of technically after all this because like imagine like if video games were like policed in that way where it's like you could not especially let's picture the esrb that alternate history where the esrb collapses in the fucking late bush era oh that's like, the, that's who, the, who, the, who the fucking real knows what could have happened like there obviously would have have to been some sort of oversight in game ratings either a games would have become some wild underground thing would have destroyed the fact that the industry could have gained you know any sort of yeah traction like in the yeah, mainstream yeah. or there would have been a government organization set to rate games and that would have been devastating yeah we've right. never seen another grand theft auto again after that yeah you know oh, God. like no the horror yeah <laughs> you know um like uh you know who is lucky though in all this us with our teen rated copies of oblivion <laughs> yeah they gotta be worth some sick cash yeah dude. i actually have no idea if they're worth more <laughs> i assume that they are though like I, I would not I be surprised. I played so much of that game from the time I was sixteen to the time I was seventeen. Oh, dude, endless amounts, endless amounts. Um, but that is our episode. Thank you guys all again for listening. Um, we, were, we were trying to make this like a shorter one. Oof, you ever play Robocop? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> while a couple of our uh, other larger. Hold on, I gotta get this in. Are there any Fortnite mods? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! We made it so far. <laughs> but we got we got some big ones in the pipeline. So um. Yeah, yeah. The Mario pipeline. Come we're back. all about the games. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> but um, I don't know if you want to plug some Twitters. But I was gonna yeah. say, come back again next week for another exciting. Uh, Fucking a! Follow us on Hot Button Cast. Uh, we got a lot of good shit over there. If you want to follow us personally, I'm at Chris I something. I'm at Austin Blakesley. I'm Restart Randy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Did That's you know Fortnite a, is rated teen? Yes. <laughs> Fun fact. PUBG is as well. PUBG is rated teen? Be rated bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the character models in PUBG have nipples.